Welcome back to Povius Zen. Hi guys <laughs> and gals. <laughs> I I miss speaking, speaking to you guys through, you know, through podcasts. But um it's been a little minute since I recorded an episode. My last episode was about a month ago. Nothing drastic going on, just you know, I'm in school, in school it's it's a shitload of work. So I have to really focus on that because I'm really trying to get to my end goal. Other than that, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to anyone that um new listeners, new subscribers, um anyone that has left feedback. Um, I created a Facebook page for Pobius Den, so you can go on Facebook and like the page. Um, of course, it's called Pobius Den. You can leave um, any type of feedback. You can go on Apple Podcasts and listen to the podcast and also leave feedback, leave your reviews. You can DM me about what you want to speak about, anything. You know I'm open to anything to speak on topics that some of you are a little timid to speak on publicly. So, with that being said, today this is episode 10. Ooh, episode 10. And episode 10 pretty much I I have covered, you know, like the healing. I haven't covered healing, but I have spoken on um self-care, the self-love journey, and you know with that journey that all comes with healing. So, today, episode 10, I am going to speak on healing and the process of healing and how that process is sometimes it could be pretty and not so pretty right so before I I did this episode not before I did this episode I've gotten a few people that you know they do ask me certain things right and um I was asked being that I'm so open to speak about you know my past traumas are am I fully healed so to answer that no I don't think that people fully heal I just think a lot of people they, they learn to deal with their situations. They learn from the situations. They learn the lessons and they move forward from it, right? So, again, I don't think humans, us as humans, I don't think we fully heal from our past traumas, right? Some of us, we have coping mechanisms while others don't. Like myself, I go through it. I go through what I'm going through and I get through it. And I, you know, always come out with a positive outlook on what I had to deal with previously whether it was relationships bad jobs bad friendships um any type of abuse you know anything like that I just realized um you know what was the lesson that I needed to learn in that situation am I willing to heal do I want to heal or do I want to stay stuck in this negative um state of mind right so um eventually we we begin to be at peace with the way things have gone and turned out right and in turn being at peace with certain things makes you look at your situation through a different lens so when it comes to healing um you know when you begin to heal um it is very 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 telling with how people begin to react to you especially those people that have inflicted some type of harm towards you whether it was physical abuse mental abuse um betrayal anything like that and that could be you know like i stated that could be in a workplace that could be in a friendship that could be family that could be friendship anything and even some of us we have hurt ourselves as well by staying in situations that we had no business being in right so again like i said when you begin to heal it is very telling with how people act with you you know and you will know 
whether or not these people want you to grow. You will know whether or not these people want you to heal, right? So, um, of course, there are some people that have done you wrong. They have harmed you. They have gossiped about you. Um, You know, they did all sorts of shit to you, right? And once you begin to heal, these, these same people, they don't want you to heal, Okay, and they don't want you to heal because they get a kick out of seeing you miserable and they get a kick out of seeing you go through unnecessary pain. Why? I don't know. Um, (coughs) Sorry, guys, I had to sneeze. (laughs) Sorry for that. But um, (coughs) these people that have put you, they inflicted this pain on you. Right. Once they see that you're healing. They, they, they begin to realize they don't have a hold on you. They begin to realize they don't have any control of you. They also begin to realize you're getting your power back and you are not, you are no longer in a dark space that they put you in, right? So they know what they have done to you. It can't hold you back anymore and you won't be down for much longer, right? So they pretty much lost all control over you and that situation. So again, like I said, when you begin to heal from, you know, these situations, sorry for myself, guys, you know, the weather is crazy. We are getting into winter and I am trying to fight a cold, but excuse the sniffles, excuse the sneezing. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. But um, back to what I was saying, when you're healing, um, it's, it's unfortunate that some people, they are not rooting for you when you're trying to heal. They really do get a rise out of you being in such a negative space. And to be honest, people that get a rise out of you being in a negative space after they have inflicted so much pain against you is because they themselves need to heal. Right? There, there's no way that you can be happy with yourself or at peace with yourself and you're inflicting pain onto others, especially unnecessary pain onto others. Right? So you have to look at it as, well, okay... So this person hurt me and this person treated me like this because, you know, maybe they're experiencing some type of pain, some type of past trauma that they never healed from either. Is it right that they inflicted that pain onto you? Absolutely not. But in the same token, are you going to continue to stay in this negative state of mind, replaying the past traumas, replaying the betrayal, replaying the the toxic work environment, replaying how your boss treated you, replaying how your family member treated you? Are you going to keep replaying that or are you going to try to get out of that state of mind? Right. So, again, like I said, these people, you have to look at them in a way in a more positive way even though it's hard to look at them that way but that's what you have to do especially if you are trying to heal you have to realize these people they're miserable you know like that saying misery loves company these people are miserable they're not at peace with themselves they like chaos they like negative um negative negativity they like for their energy fields to be in a negative state of mind you know that's like uh protons and protons and neutrons right protons neutrons electrons like what what's positive and what's negative and you know those people they can only be negative so you trying to be positive that is not help it's, it's not it's not that it's helping it's not that it's not helping them it's just that they rather be negative they rather not heal their past traumas they rather just stay in this chaotic form um, state of mind and there's nothing you can do about it the only thing you can do as a person that wants to heal is to remove yourself from any type of um energy that's causing you to revisit your past right 
So again, like I said, people that have inflicted pain on you, it is very telling as to how they react to you when you begin to heal. And it will, it will let you know whether or not you need to move away from this person or maybe you can try to help them as well as you're on your journey. And most times, people that have inflicted pain onto you, and, and again, I would say they do, they do these things because they are in a very miserable place. They're in a very miserable place. So it's up to you whether or not if you want to stay in contact with these people. It's, whether, it's, not, whether up to, it's not a matter of, okay, should I stay in contact with this person? No, you have to realize you're healing. You need to take it serious, right? Again, it's either you want to stay miserable to the point you get depressed, to that point you, you don't even know if it's, that depression will lead to suicide, or do you want to be at peace? Absolute blissful peace and with me when it came to me I I would say that I began my healing journey probably about two years ago because I was in a really I wouldn't say that I was in a fucked up state of mind but I think that a lot of things that I have went through I always used to look at it like why am I going through this why am I going through this why me why is Chanel going through this and so one day I looked at it as, you know what, maybe you need to go through this so you can learn something about yourself. There's something that you're lacking as to why you keep ending up in these type of situations. When it came to like um, work, there was some, there was a toxic work environment that I was in. I hated it. And I'm the type of person, if I don't like a work environment, I'm not going to stay because no one wants to have to wake up every day to, t- to go to a job that you literally hate. And it's not that you don't like the labor. It's just it's the people, the things that they do, your boss. Your boss could be in a person that literally antagonizes you every single day, nitpicking, doing things to you for you to react in a negative way. That's a toxic work environment. Your coworkers that gossip, toxic, you know? And I just wanted to get out of that. I wanted to get out of... Um, shitty relationships I wanted to stop attracting guys that I know they are they they've went through traumas that I as a person don't want to take on I'm not a person that likes to take on others demons because I myself had my own demons I myself has went through my own past trauma so I want to heal I don't want to have to heal you and then have to try to heal myself from what I dealt with with you and then dealt with with myself no Right. So like I said, the way people react to you when it's time for you to heal, it's very telling. And one thing I can say when people are trying to heal, they tend to, you know, resort to praying like myself. We tend to isolate ourselves from people and things that we know aren't good for us. And one thing I don't like is when people begin to pray, they start posting affirmations, they start posting devotions or anything like that. People will look at you as if you're crazy. When did it ever become crazy or when did people frown on people because they are praising God? Why are, why are you frowned upon because you're trying to better yourself? Why are you frowned upon because you're trying to be at peace and you don't want to deal with chaos no more? Why are you frowned upon? It's like people function better through chaos. They function better through toxicity. And it has to come to a point when you realize, no, I don't need to function through toxicity. I don't need to function through chaos. Why can't I just be happy? Why can't we all just be happy? Why can't we all just not function through a negative state of mind? 
right? So that's how I started thinking about things. And that's how I started viewing people too. Like, even there are some friendships that didn't work out. It's all good because not all friendships are meant to work out. Not all relationships are meant to work out. Not all um, jobs are supposed to um, lead into a career where you can, you know, last long term and move up in that field. Some things are just not meant to be. Some things, like I said, I took it as, okay, what is it that this person is trying to show me about myself? And I took that and I learned my lessons and I moved on from it. And that's why now me as a person, any type of like friendship or relationship that hasn't worked out, I'm at peace with it. I don't have a problem with them. I just feel like they came on my path or my journey for a reason, for a lesson that I needed to learn, that I needed to heal some part of me. I took that and I ran with it. Right? When, when it comes to healing, healing is your responsibility. It's, it's not anyone else's responsibility. It's your responsibility, right? Um, you have to be willing to let go of anything and everything that gets in the way of you becoming whole and complete. And sometimes that may include your own family members. I've had family members that sat around and gossiped about me and smile in my face. And you would never think because that's your family. But sometimes that's just how your family works. And me, I decided to, it's either I'm a address it and beat the shit out of you or I'm just gonna not address it and move on from it and separate myself from you and me as much as I wanted to you know crack somebody's fucking jaw I decided not to because that was that's like the old me I don't want to operate off of toxicity no more I don't want to operate off of being so negative I don't want to continue to be this person that everybody look at me like oh my god she's always fighting she's always doing this nah don't don't get it twisted I still have that in me if you feel like you're gonna try to violate me no but in the same token it takes uh it takes a lot for me to get to that point so when it came to you know my healing with having to get having to let go of anything and everyone that pretty much served no purpose to my healing journey I got rid of them family friends relationships jobs all of that so like I felt like I had to start from scratch with everything and it feels amazing because I myself like people may have an issue with me but me I don't have an issue with anyone because like I said they came on my path for a reason I learned something out of our interaction and I took that as a lesson because I needed that you know um I got the clarity that I needed to get and I feel like um without clarity you will repeat your traumas until you learn the lesson out of what you have been through and I feel like that's the reason why some people keep repeating you know certain lessons like myself I have repeated certain things especially in relationships I repeated the same thing meeting different guys that acted the same way and it was because I didn't learn the lesson that I was supposed to learn and I think the most powerful lesson that you can learn out of a, a toxic relationship or any type of toxic reaction with the opposite sex or even the same sex because I don't know, you know, what you, what your preference is, but my preference is, is men. And I can say that um, I had to learn that I need to love myself more and I need to put myself more and I need to know my worth more. Because if I did, I would have never dealt with the bullshit that I dealt with, right? So that was my biggest lesson out of all the, the toxic relationships that I dealt with. And to be honest, I don't think I've dealt with a lot of toxic relationships. I think I've probably dealt with two, but I don't know which one outweighed the other. But in the same token, like I said, what I took from both of those situations was that you don't have to operate out of toxicity to 
to prove that you love someone. You don't have to operate in a negative state of mind to prove that, you know, hey, I want to be with you. This, this is how I feel about you or, you know, whatever, to prove that you want to be in a relationship with this person. No, that's not how that's not how love operates. Love is never toxic. Love is never negative. It's pure. It's positive. You know, so like I said, I got the clarity that I needed to get through, you know, those those situations and I learned the lessons. And now that I've learned the lessons, I feel like now I am not willing to put up with any of that. I'm not even willing to put up with a simple interaction with those type of people anymore. Right? Um it's it's really best when when you're trying to heal, it's it's truly best to refrain from reconnecting with toxic people or even things that will that will cause that were the cause of your trauma right and I feel like when you you keep opening you keep opening that door with that toxicity besides then it's going to continue to seep in it's going to continue to seep in and um most of us don't refrain from reconnecting with toxic people or things because it's, it's something that has become familiar with us, right? And familiarity, I've never, I, I always pronounce that word wrong. <laughs> Don't judge me. Um, it's not the move. It's really not, especially when it comes to tox- toxicity and especially when it comes to if you're trying to heal. Being familiar with something is definitely not the move, right? Um what else um like that i was saying with the i kind of like lost my train of thought that always happens to me because i'm always like rambling guys um being familiar like i said with the situation it's, it's just not the move for anyone or anything if you're trying to heal okay and um once you keep revisiting the past the past will stay present it will stay present in your mind and um there was something that I, I started doing. There was like an exercise that I started doing when I began healing. And um, it has helped me tremendously. And I, you know, recommend it to anybody if you are trying to heal. Because healing is it's, it's a rough journey. It's a very, very rocky road. It's not a steady path. It's very rocky. One day you'll be up. Next day you'll be down. One day you'll, you'll feel ecstatic. The next day you, you're fucking sad. You know, and that's just all a part of healing. But the thing is, are you willing to cut and go through? Are you? Yes or no? And me, absolutely. Because once you feel like you get into that light, once you was in a dark place, you would never want to go back to that dark space ever again. You will continue to push through that light and you will continue to stay in that light. A dark, being in a dark place is not cool. Being in a dark energy is not cool because you keep attracting dark, 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 dark and to the point you have no light. But if you're willing to heal all that dark will fade away and you'll get your light. But don't get it twisted. You do need, there's no light without dark and there's no dark without light. You know, so sometimes you do have to go through your dark periods to get to your light. And then sometimes you'll be in a light period and you get back to a dark period. But like I said, it's up to you. That healing journey is up to you. That's your responsibility. You know what I mean? Um, So back to the exercise that I tried. I remember... um, you know, all of us, we do have our thoughts where we do think back to situations that we wish that we never were in. We wish that we never had to deal with certain past traumas. And um, when I used to find myself thinking 
about any situation or person that has brought me pain, I would say to myself, move forward or stop the stinking thinking. And the stop the stinking thinking, I actually learned that from um, Pastor A.R. Bernard from the CCC. Um, I remember he had like a sermon he was speaking about, you know, like when you start having negative thoughts, always block them out and stop saying stop the stinking thinking. And once you start doing that, you would see how fast your thoughts would just change. So every time you have a negative thought, just just try to think of a word that would make you get into a more positive state of mind. And mine was always move forward and stop the stinking thinking. And my thoughts would completely change. And even to this day, you know, because like I said, I'm not fully healed. Even to this day, when I have, you know, negative thoughts, I try to replace those thoughts with a positive word. And everything just changes and I get back to my regular schedule program and I'll be fine. Okay. So, um, when it comes to healing, you have to also like respect your inner work that you, that you've done, um, on yourself and your growth. Always, always, always respect that. Some of us may not see that, that we have grown, but there's other people that see that you have grown. I've have, I've had friends literally tell me like, I see such a difference in even like your face. I see a difference in how you think and how you talk and how you react to certain situations. And I didn't even realize how much I have grown until I was like, yeah, you're actually right. I don't react to things the way I used to react to them. I'm not easily angered. I'm not, um, I'm not bitter about anything because like I said, I've learned to, I've learned my lessons and I've learned to be at peace with things. I've learned to be at peace with things not working out, with things not going my way. Everything don't go your way. That's not how life is. Everything is not up. Everything is not down. It's like it's like a, a mixture of everything. And I've learned to be at peace with that. Right? So, you know, like when it also comes to healing, I really wish that some of us would stop allowing what we've been through depict who we are and what path we should take. You have to always see a negative situation as a learning experience. Learn and push forward with the knowledge that you now have. You have to always look at it like, okay... I went through this situation because of this. What did I learn out of it? Okay, and I know not to repeat that mistake again. I know these are the type of jobs to avoid. These are the type of people to avoid. These are the type of situations I need to avoid. Don't let what you've been through in your past depict your your future. Don't let it depict who you are as a person. Because nine times out of ten, you're better than the situation that you had to deal with. You always got to turn a negative into a positive. Never turn a positive into a negative. Always turn that fucked up situation into something positive. Show that you've grown from that shit. Show that you know what? I was down for a little bit, but now I'm up now. And I'm going to make sure I never get back down to that level where it put me in such a dark space. Always take your situations as a learning experience. I'm telling you, because it would literally put you and uh, put you in a different state of mind and and it will allow you to see things through a different lens um whatever traumas you've experienced whether they were sour relationships bad friendships abuse sexual assault bullying etc if you're still triggered by these things that remind you of these traumas you're not healed at all all right you have to get to a point where you're completely unbothered you're completely at peace is it something that will happen overnight? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Healing does healing is not an overnight process. Healing can take years. Some people heal faster than others. 
But healing takes years. It is not a straight line. It has many ups and downs. Some days you're fine. Other days you're not. And to be honest, healing is just pretty much a battle with yourself and your thoughts. Should I get past this trauma? Or should I free myself? Or should I keep myself in this hurt until it leads to depression or even suicide? Like I said earlier. I remember when I I started with my journey of healing, like... I, my heart stayed broken. My heart was broken for years, for years. And it wasn't broken only because of a person. It was broken because I, not only because of a person, because of like the work that I decided to do, the situations that I decided to get into, situations that I got into with uh, the law, situations that I got into with people I considered friends, situations I got into with relationships. Right. And I, like I said, I was angry. I was broken. I was hurt. I was disappointed. And all these things that I felt is because that's how I felt. It wasn't because of nobody else. Right. So my thing is, if you don't leave that negative state of mind and leave that pain behind, neither will the pain leave. It will forever stay there. It will forever be this stagnant, like a, a fucking fungus that's just there. You got to change your mindset. So it's like, be it your man, your job, even your city, if all that is toxic, you got to move on from that. If you're willing to heal, you have to move on. There's nothing like being at peace and being content with things. There's nothing, if nothing changes, then nothing will change. So you got to start making decisions and making moves. Start making decisions and moves that will make you realize you just want to be clutter-free. Tell yourself, nah, I don't want to deal with this type of bullshit no more. I don't want to deal with these type of toxic relationships no more. I don't want to deal with other people's demons. I don't want to deal with people bullying me. I don't want to deal with bad friendships. I don't want to deal with shitty workforces. I don't want to deal with workforces that cripple cripple my talent I don't want to be at a a job where they hinder my growth I don't want to be at a job where I know I could get paid a six-figure salary but they refuse to pay me a six-figure salary because of who I am as a person because I'm a female because I'm African-American no you stay in there because you want to stay there and if you don't want to heal from that then you're going to stay in that situation When you begin to heal and when you start healing, you're going to realize that you don't want to stay in those situations. And you will see how God is going to start pushing you out of those those situations. You know that saying like when God makes you uncomfortable because he wants you to grow? That's, That's typical when you're trying to heal. You're uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. So that will make you want to heal. So once you become uncomfortable, you're like, you know what? I want to get out of this feeling. I want to heal. I want to be happy. I want to be at peace. I want to work somewhere where I'm appreciated. I want to be with someone that I'm appreciated. I want to have friends that appreciate me and friends that I can appreciate as well. When it comes to family, you can't choose, you can't change your family, but you can choose how to deal with them and you can choose not to deal with them. And that's how I felt about my healing. Right? Um, when you're fully healed, you know, I don't think, like I said, I don't think anybody is fully healed, but I think... Once you get to that point where you're fully healed, when you're able to, I would say when you are fully healed, 
or at that peak of being fully healed, um, I would say you will be able to look back and be so grateful for how everything came together so perfectly. You might not know how, but every little step and experience in directing you to a great to a greater destination will make you realize that you're healed. You have to be grateful for your lows. You have to be grateful. You have to be grateful for your lows in order to appreciate your highs. Thank those people that mistreated you. Thank those people that gossip about you. Thank those niggas that cheated on you. Thank those bosses and supervisors that continue to nitpick until the point you decided to leave that job. Thank them. Thank all the mistreatment. Thank all that negativity. Because you know what? You needed that. You needed that to become a greater person. You needed that to be your fucking stepping stone to reach your peak. Once you start healed, you become once you start to heal, you become more powerful. And a lot of you don't even realize how powerful you are because you're trying to because you you stay stagnant in this state of mind of being so negative. Stop thinking that you have to experience so much trauma in order to to prove that, you know, hey, I am strong. Hey, I do love you. Nah, you don't need that. And I think that's that's a learned behavior from childhood. Thinking that you have to go through some type of trauma in order to get like a reward for it. How many of us when we were little, we got our asses beat? How many of us when we were little, our parents didn't really say, hey, I love you. But you knew that they loved you. But did they say it? But you just knew. The only time most of our parents did say, hey, I love you, was after we got our asses kicked. After we got cursed out. After we got slapped up. That's when our parents would say they love us. But like I said, don't think that they didn't love us. But they just never said it. We just felt it. And we knew that they loved us. But the only time they would say, hey, I love you, is when we get slapped up. When we get a spanking. You know, I love you, but you got to (laughs) behave. I love you, but, you know, so there's always some type of but. And I feel like that is something that us 80s babies have. We have taken that type of behavior, which was a trauma. And we we put that into our our relationships as we gotten older. Because when you think about it. How many of us have stayed in, to, stayed in toxic relationships longer than we were supposed to? How many of us accepted so much mistreatment for a person but still loved them? Isn't that the same thing as us getting our asses slapped up and then finally, hey, I love you, but you wouldn't have gotten slapped up if you didn't do this, right? That's the same with a toxic relationship. I love you, but I cheated on you. I cheated on you because of this. Right. So I feel like you got to learn to heal from that. You have to learn to heal from not being able to associate a past trauma in order to feel like that proves who you are as a person. Because it's not. That's not how we're supposed to operate. You got to break that. You got to break that cycle. And you got to stop carrying those traumas into your adult relationships, into your adult friendships, into your adult workplaces. Stop thinking that you have to accept mistreatment to to prove who you are or to fulfill who you are. No, you don't. You don't have to accept that. You know? Um, what else can I say about healing? Um, 
what else I, I just think, you know, like I said, I feel like healing should be taken really seriously. It should be taken really seriously. I feel like if you, you feel like you need extra help when it comes to healing, go talk to a therapist. Don't ever be ashamed to speak to a therapist. They're out there. They help you. Don't ever feel like it's, it's an embarrassment that you need a therapist. No, because some people, they do need help. A lot of past traumas really fuck with your mental and you don't want to keep repeating those past traumas. So you should choose the route of wanting to be healed. You know? Um, what else? I think that's that's really it when it comes to... When it comes to healing. Um, it's like I said, it's, it's just something that should be taken seriously. And don't let anyone tell you that, you know, you don't need healing. Because all of us, males and females, we have all been through traumas that we didn't ask to go through. Nobody asks to go through pain. But it's something that you experience in life. There's not one person walking this earth that can sit here and say they've never been through a trauma. They've never been through some type of pain. We all have been through it, especially from our childhood throughout adulthood. But you, like I said, you have to be willing to say, do I want to free myself from all this pain or do I want to stay in this pain? Do I want to be happy or do I want to be miserable? Do I want to be at peace or do I want to be chaotic? Do I want others to be happy or do I want to inflict pain on others? Take the more positive route. Don't ever be ashamed to heal. Don't ever be ashamed to share your stories of healing. Because I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I love where I'm at right now. And I know I have a long way to go. And once I get to that place of absolute blissful peace, I just can't wait. Don't ever be ashamed to, to admit that you need to heal from things. Don't ever be ashamed to say, you know what? I went through this fucked up ass situation. I need to get better. I need to heal. I need to heal. I need to heal my family problems. I need to heal my friendships. I need to heal relationships. I need to heal my marriage. I need to heal my, my relationship with my child. Don't ever be ashamed of that. And like I said, take the more positive route. Once you've been through so much chaos in your life and so much negativity, it would get to a point where you're like, nah, I don't want to be like this no more. I don't want to be out here fighting people and cursing and carrying on. I don't want to do that. When I used to be out here fighting people, you thought that, like, people were thinking it's cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. You can get hurt from fighting. You can get killed, or you could kill somebody fighting. In a relationship, you damaging somebody for what? For your ego? In the end, who's going to be hurt? You. What you doing that for? What do you get out of that? You know, so like I said, when it comes to healing, I just want all of you to take your journey very serious. You you will be amazed at the type of person you have really inside of you. You will get to where you need to be. Just pray, forgive, um, continue to pray, work on yourself, 
Learn to appreciate being in solitude. That's another thing. Learn to appreciate being in solitude. Learn to be by yourself. You don't have to be everywhere out outside with everyone doing the most. No. Learn to be in solitude. Solitude is amazing. I love being by myself. I love being in my home. I love reading. I love tuning into myself. I just love myself. I love me. Learn to appreciate solitude because it's nothing like solitude. Nothing like it. Okay, so this is my episode 10, ladies and gents. And um, I hope that some of you can take something away from it to, you know, go on your journey of healing or to continue your journey of healing. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing to heal. And it's an amazing thing to help others heal as well. Because being positive is so much better than being negative. Um, it's just an amazing feeling. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you for, um, you know, the continuous support. It's truly appreciated. Um, thank you for tuning in. Truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And thank you for being so patient with me because I feel like I've neglected you all for so long. Um, I, I truly appreciate the patience. And um, this is episode 10, Healing Process. And until next time, loves, peace out.